0: Well, hello, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, depends on where you're listening. Uh, Yeah, yeah, another day, another day, another dollar, where trans news just trumps all news on the, I don't know why this is such a huge thing. I mean, the battle over this agenda is just ridiculous, okay? Well, one person that's coming out and uh, speaking his mind, and he'll probably be ridiculed for it and probably blasted into oblivion over his thoughts on trans in sports and all this other kind of stuff, is former NFL player, let me get it up, Brett Favre. Uh, Brett Favre sends a clear message on transgender debate. As the push for transgenderism, which we've all been witnessing firsthand, let's see what he said. Brett says, to think that a young man who identifies as a girl, I don't understand it. Just hear me out. That he can go into a girl's bathroom and use the restroom with girls, and for us to think that's okay, I think is wrong. I'm sorry, Favre said on a podcast according to Fox Fox News. I just think some things we're allowing in this country are beyond belief. Some of the thoughts and beliefs we're seeing are crazy. He also says, I think a vast majority are afraid of what it will do to their career. And it's not affecting them directly, not yet, at least. Who knows where this country's going? It may affect them somewhere down the road. Is it too late? I don't know. It's scary. Um, Yeah, him being completely honest, saying what I believe the majority of Americans are thinking right now. Uh, is this going to come back to haunt him? I don't know. I guess Brett's not really in the public eye like he used to be. So what, what does it matter? But he's just coming out and saying what everybody believes. Let's see if they try to take him down. Let's see if they try to take them down. I'm, I'm pretty sure they will. Anyways, Budweiser, Budweiser, in a brave attempt to gain back its uh its blue collar Americans, is offering a Harley Davidson can. I mean, I guess if you're sitting in the marketing department, it's like, okay, 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 we gotta get we gotta get the tranny out of the news. We gotta go. We get. We need to something that is all American, all all you know blue collar America. What can we do? Let's put Harley Davidson on our can. So this is a last ditch effort. This is a hail Mary pass. Uh, Budweiser offers Harley-Davidson beer cans, but people still haven't forgotten about the Bud Light-Dylan Mulvaney fiasco. It's been well over a month since a firestorm of criticism erupted against Bud Light for enlisting transgender figure Dylan Mulvaney to promote its products. But if the comment section on social media is any indicator, it appears that time does not heal all wounds. Budweiser, another Anheuser-Busch beer brand, recently shared Instagram posts featuring beer cans with the Harley-Davidson logo two American legacies, one legendary collaboration, limited edition Budweiser X Harley-Davidson cans available in stores nationwide. Damage control, someone wrote in the comments. Maybe apologize, somebody wrote in the comments. Until Anheuser-Busch comes out and openly admits it was a clear mistake that they made, they will continue to fail, another person said. Now, Anheuser-Busch I don't know. You gotta choose your battles on this one, right? So they're getting they're getting banned by gay bars, LGBTQ AI plus whatever the whole enchilada. They're getting banned in those bars. Uh, they're 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 protesting and um, rejecting the whole uh, Anheuser busch Bud Light the conservatives are who's drinking bud light i think we've talked about this before i think there's a couple democratic politicians are drinking bud light but then they have to get off the bud light bandwagon because the lgbtqai plus a uh, whole whole uh, conglomeration that alphabet soup is uh boycotting budweiser yeah budweiser you done fucked up you done fucked up and like i said before though i mean uh, there's there's a million other, maybe not a million, there's a lot of other companies that are doing the exact same thing. Budweiser, Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney, they just got happened. It was the perfect storm, it was the perfect trifecta. I mean, look at what Target's doing today. Target's, you know, in, in, the, in their, they're selling the tucking bathing suits in children's sizes. And I think we're going to get to that later. Uh, I mean, Target's going way overboard, more so than what Budweiser did. But will the clientele? You know, is is it that same perfect storm trifecta uh, that's going to affect Target? And I say no, but you know, I mean, Target's way overstepping Budweiser, but the beer drinking uh, Bud Light people are sticking to their guns, and I don't think this Harley Davidson can is going to get a much traction, but they're going to try all they can. So a teacher. All right, here we go. Here, here we, let's talk about individual rights. Here, right? A teacher is feuding with a school board after being told to delete her Dommy Mommy" OnlyFans account or be fired. Now, here we go. Uh, let's see. Let's see. She has her OnlyFans account. She has fake tits, fake fake lips. Uh, we can only imagine what's going on in her OnlyFans account. Uh, is it conflicting with her school? Is her personal life hands off for the school district? I don't know. BC uh, teaching assistant Kristen McDonald says she needs to keep her Ava James, also known as the Dommy Mommy OnlyFans content active in order to pay the bills as a single mother. But the school board wants the account gone. We've seen numerous instances of teachers doubling as OnlyFans models, and they seem to last in school with many being sacked from their jobs. Last month, McDonald was the latest to face firing after she informed there was a complaint about her content and she said that she was found to be in violation of the collective agreement. Teacher under fire for OnlyFans Dommy Mommy account, according to McDonald, she took precautions to ensure that her OnlyFans content and education job were separate and believed she should be allowed to keep doing both. I do believe that I should be able to continue on. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not breaking the law. So I stand by where I am right now, she explained. I really want to talk about the stigma, and let's have more conversation about women owning their sexuality, being proud of their body. Uh, McDonald added that her low wages as a teaching assistant in expensive Vancouver, so this is a Canadian story, are a big reason why she resorted to making an account on OnlyFans. She says we don't make a livable wage and we're in one of the most expensive places in Canada. I do love my job. I love connecting with students. I think it's. I think I'm think i good at my job. So far, the model says the union representing her has only been supportive, so we'll have to see if she has to choose between teaching and OnlyFans. Of course, this is far from the first incident involving teachers. Most notoriously, a science teacher was fired after she was caught filming videos on students' desks. Okay, well, that's a different story. Yeah, I remember that story. I remember that story. There's a, uh, a story of an OnlyFans teacher that was basically filming porn in the classroom, and that's a different story. If this is completely separate, man, hmm. Well, this is Canada. I'm not too sure about Canada's laws. But, I mean, it brings up the moral question. Um, you know, there's a lot of teachers out there that are freaks, right? Right, right, right? I think, think teachers—here's <clears throat> where I stand on this. As long as you keep your nonsense of what where you're sticking your dick, what you're putting in your vagina, all that other kind of stuff, as long as you keep it out of the classroom and you're not trying to indoctrinate kids, uh, more power to them. More power to them. Um, as long as they're not using the company email to register for these accounts and all second, I, I say I, you might not agree with it. You not you might not, but agree with what she's doing. But at the same time, this is a free country, and as long as what she's doing on the outside is has no effect on her students. I don't know. I have a hard time cracking down on them, even if this was in the United States. Um, I, I think this is way less, way less than teachers coming in and and hanging pride pride flags all over the classroom, where pride a pride flag in its just just its its simplest form indica- indicates a sexual act, a sexual orientation. You know, um, it, 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 it's. I think that is way more. Um, over the line to bring something that represents a sexual act into your classroom and hang it on the wall, even if you don't talk about it. I think I think that is way more than, than some teacher just going home and doing OnlyFans in her basement, uh, but not advertising in the school whatsoever. You know, there's a lot of Karens out there. There's a lot of Karens out there. And if they find out that you're doing something that they don't agree with, um, they're going to try and get you fired from your job. Now, of course, this is Canada. I'm sure we have incidences of this happening in the United States, too. Uh, I mean, I say more power to her. I say, as long as it's not interfering with her school, she's not passing out cards to the, to the, to the students to come check her out her site. It's on her, man. It's on her, man. You can't have, you can't regulate people's personal lives as long as they're not doing anything illegal. And from what she says, she's not doing anything illegal. So, uh, you know, let's go. Uh, this one, <clears throat> I was trying to find a shorter version of this because Ron DeSantis was coming out there and he was saying, let's kids be kids. Uh, let's just listen to the first couple minutes of it. It was a speech he made uh, two days ago and we'll get to it. Basically, he passed a law that you can't uh, be chopping off kids' dicks in Florida.
1: Great to be in Tampa. We appreciate y'all being here. Got a lot of great legislation to sign today. Should be, uh, should be a great uh, morning. Go ahead and grab a seat. You're in for... Uh some, some speeches from a few folks, uh, we'll sign some bills. K- we have any kids in the audience? We may have pens for you too with some of that, so stay tuned, we'll make sure to do that. Uh, we're uh, really excited to be, to be back in Tampa. You know, uh, I feel very strongly as governor, but also just as a dad of a six, a five, and a three-year-old that, um, you know, we need to let our kids just be kids. And we have a very crazy age that we live in Uh, There's a lot of nonsense that gets floated around. And what we've said in Florida is uh, we are going to remain a refuge of sanity and a citadel of normalcy. And kids should have an upbringing uh, that that reflects that. And I think that there's a lot of uh, emphasis in other parts of the country and our society as a whole uh, to take that away from them. And we're not going to let that happen here in Florida. And today (laughs) is proof of that. So, so we're here in Hillsborough County, and you've seen different things happen right here. I mean, the parents found uh, a number of pornographic materials here in schools funded uh, by uh, your tax dollars. And at one point, you even had the school board vote uh, to not remove it, even though clearly it was not appropriate for these young people. Uh, there have also been policies that make kids pick pronouns. And, uh, and even hide that from their parents. Uh, and then, of course, here in Cambridge Christian, they had to file a lawsuit against the Florida High School Athletic Association just to be able to pray before athletic games. And so we think all of that is problematic, and we're addressing all of that here today. And joining me today is our commissioner of education, uh, Manny Diaz, as well as our agency for healthcare administration secretary, Jason Wida, And we've got a number of our legislators who've been involved in these bills that are here today. We have Senator Clay Yarborough and Senator Jay Collins from (laughs) Jay is here local.
0: All right, so that's a half-hour speech, and we're not going to get into all of it, but let's, let's just go over the bullet points of what was happening. Uh, these are the Outlawing Permanent Mutilation of Minors, that's SB254, which outlaws permanent mutilating uh, surgical procedures and experimental puberty blockers for minors. It also requires adults receiving these surgeries and hormones to be informed about the irreversible nature and dangers. It also grants Florida courts temporary emergency jurisdiction to intervene and halt procedures for out-of-state children. And it creates a pathway to recover damages for injury or death resulting from mutilating surgeries or experimental puberty blockers given to a minor. Uh, that right there, it's going to open up the lawsuits, uh, the, the 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 lawsuits for these kids to bring against their parents and the medical professions. I mean, they're just given a highway to make that an express route that if you're a doctor and you're thinking about chomping off a kid's dick, you better be realizing that you're opening yourself up to a lot of legal proceedings in the future where you could be held liable. Uh, So that was HB 254. The other one was HB 1069, uh, which is removing pronoun politics and expanding parental rights in education. Basically, what it says here is the Florida students and teachers will no longer have to declare their pronouns in school or be forced to use pronouns not based on biological sex. It also expands parents' rights in education by prohibiting classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in pre-K through eighth grade. Uh, building on last year's bill that prohibited classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in K through third grade. Um, So Florida's taking a stand. They're drawing the line at eighth grade. You can't talk about this shit until eighth grade. I think that is a decent start right there. Of course, this is going to get all kinds of labeling from the LGBTQAI plus saying that this is a transphobic uh, legislature and all that. But all it's doing is saying right here that you can't bring it up to kids till after eighth grade. This is also HB House Bill 1438, which is protecting children's innocence. It protects children from sexually explicit adult performances in all venues, including drag shows and strip clubs. It imposes fines and license suspension for hotels and restaurants that admit a child into an adult performance. It's simple. It's simple. It's just saying you cannot do this shit in front of kids. HB 1438. Um, also, HB 1521, ensuring women's safety, and it requires educational institutions, detention facilities, correctional institutions, juvenile correctional facilities, and public buildings with a restroom, locker room, or changing facility to have separate facilities for men and women based on biological sex. Uh, So they're getting the transgender people out of high school and any other public building, and they have to uh, use what their biological sex is, okay? Um, And then HB 225, which is expanding access to youth sports, allows private school, virtual school, and homeschool students to participate in sports and extracurricular activities at public or private schools, regardless of their zip codes. It preserves the First Amendment right to speech, including public prayer at the beginning of high school sporting events, imposes state control over Florida High School Athletic Association to ensure women's sports are protected. In other words, it's keeping the dicks out of women's sports. So that is what uh, DeSantis is going on there. It's a long video. It's 33 minutes long. But those are the bullet points of what they're passing in Florida. SB 254, HB 1069, HB 1438, HB 1521, and HB two five. Basically, in a nutshell, they are protecting kids. They're protecting women's athletics. They're protecting the innocence of children. And I think all of these are a good thing. And this is going to get slammed. It's going to get drugged through the mud. It's going to get talked about how Florida and DeSantis is so transphobic and all that kind of stuff. Listen, listen, he's not telling adults what they can or can't do by any means. He is protecting children children. And if there's a movement out there that wants to sexualize and teach all this stuff to children, there is a problem. This, all this sexuality, all this perverted sexuality, whatever, I don't care what you want to do as an adult. Just don't do it in front of the kids. And Florida's taking a realistic approach like that. Well, they're not. They're not. They're not doing that to the kids. They're not doing all this nonsense and blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. Bullshit. In fact, here I got a video for you. I got a video for you. This is the rooftop bar, and this is in Australia, but it could have happened here. Hold on. Let's get this window up here. And uh, they're not. They're not drag shows. They're not having kids. You know. and They're not making kids sexual and everything. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Well, here's a video. Proves otherwise. Yeah, a bunch
2: of d- Yeah,
0: let's get that kid twerking his ass to a crowd.
2: Uh huh.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're putting an end to that bullshit right there, right there. I don't think anything. Right. Call me old fashioned. I don't care. Uh, I did see this while well, we've got my image up on the screen. Uh, I was just getting the hang of calling it the LGBTQ. AI plus, but now there's a different acronym because it changes every month or so. And it's apparently protect the number two S L G B T Q I plus. Um, so I guess that's the new catchphrase, uh, gonna, that doesn't just roll off the tongue, the two L G B T Q I plus no idea what that is standing up for, but it's back, it's back and it's better. And it's in, it's increased, it's enhanced. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's listen to Corinne Jean Pierre KJP as she's praising LGBT, LGBTQI plus. Yeah, man, it keeps changing these these letter acronyms. It keeps going over and over and over and over and changing and and morphing and because they don't know what the fuck they are. They really don't. All right, let's listen to uh, KJP talking about how uh, our kids are the government kids.
2: In Indiana, 14 states have now banned gender-affirming health care while some of these laws are currently blocked by courts. This is a dangerous, a dangerous attack on the rights of parents to make the best health care decisions for their own kids. According to the Human Rights Campaign... More than 50% of transgender youth in the U.S., which is estimated to be more than 150,000 kids, live in states in which transgender youth have lost access to or at risk of losing access to gender-affirming care. Look, this is awful news. Let's be very clear about that. LGBTQI kids are resilient. They are fierce, they fight back, they're not going anywhere And we have their back. This administration has their back.
0: Mm, 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 mm. Yep, 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 yep. KJP coming in there strong saying that, you know, Biden totally supports all this bullshit. And uh, yeah, we get it. 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 We have their back. They're fierce. They're, you know, gender affirming. If you're going to put any money into gender affirming, it should be like some basic psychology, some uh, 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 reaffirming to kids that no, no, Johnny, you're a boy. Or no, no, Sarah, you're a girl. That's gender affirming. This whole like like trying to bolster this uh, this dysphoria is something else. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, so a Florida teacher at Hern- Hernando School's Uh, got in trouble for playing a movie that had a gay character in it and in Florida they've kind of banned this stuff and it was a Disney movie it was one of those Disney indoctrination movies I forget which one it was but here is the teacher speaking out about how she didn't know she wasn't she no idea whatever I didn't mean to uh, here we go
3: and Jenna you said you feel that this
4: is a targeted attack what do you mean when you say that
5: Um, this, that same school board member is currently going around right now trying to, well, along with, you know, the whole, what DeSantis is doing, trying to get rid of all basically diversity elements out of schools completely. Like they're trying to strip individuality and diversity to fit one common agenda and it's ruining everything. It's not what America stands for. I think let's let our viewers listen to what that parent said um, that complained uh, about you doing this in, in a recent school board meeting. Here it
4: is. It is not a teacher's job to impose their beliefs upon a child, religious, sexual orientation, gender identity, any of the above. But allowing movies such as this assist teachers in opening a door. And please hear me. They assist teachers in opening a door for conversations that have no place in our classrooms. We had played
5: that for the viewers in the introduction, but I just want to give you
4: a chance to respond.
5: Yeah, so that's what she's missing and what these parents are missing is they're not in the school system. That that just shows me that she's ignorant and has not come and volunteered at all. Because our, these conversations, these doors, they're open. These students have one-to-one devices. The amount of things that they're able to pull up that we have to shut down, They, they these conversations, these doors that she's talking about that's t- t- telling me I'm stripping her rights as a parent, those rights are gone when your child's in the public school system because there are students talking about these things. It's where they get 90% of their socialization for the day. And we can't shut down every conversation every child has. Thank you for being with us this morning. Keep so us po- it's just- I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead.
3: No, it's okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the end of it. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Those You're crossing the line. Yeah, kids talk about a bunch of wacky shit at school. Uh, we've all had conversations as we were growing up in school where we talked about things that weren't being taught in the school. Uh, the problem is, is a teacher, if you get a question about something that is uh, outstepping your bounds of basic education, uh, you just say, you know You can talk to your parents about that. Ask your parents. Ask your mom and dad. Let's get the parents involved. It's not your, she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. I I seen this Disney movie. I forget which one it was, but there's a character in there and it's, it's an obviously gay character that has a boyfriend and it's talking about true love and all this other kind of shit. It's definitely indoctrination. One hundred percent. Um, she knew what the laws were in Florida. She knew she wasn't supposed to play that in the classroom. She did it anyway. She wanted to be a martyr for her beliefs. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Kids talk about stuff. Kids talk about a lot of stuff. Um, but if something comes up to you as a teacher that crosses the line of what you're not supposed to be teaching the kids about or indoctrinating kids, you need to tell them to talk to their parents. Or I believe in Florida they have the option to send them to a counselor, a, a certified school counselor, to talk about the issues. But, you know, I I, I have no sympathy for this. She knew what the rules were. She knew that she was stepping beyond the line, and that's on her. Okay, what else we got here? We've got – oh, yeah – talking about another teacher that was uh, uh, crossing the lines. Let me blow this up. So this, well, hold on, let me go back. Let me go back just a second before I release this image. And if you're watching on Rumble, you can watch it and you can see it. Remember, if you're looking for us on Rumble, it's Radio Underland, one word, no spaces, and you can find us. So uh, NBC News is upset that a parent filed police report on a middle school teacher for reading an LGBTQ book to the students. Uh, The name of the book is This Book is Gay. Uh, for some reason, well, here, here's some examples out of the book, uh, that this teacher decided was okay to read in a classroom. And let me blow this up. Give me a second. Uh, here we go. So we've got an illustration. And for those of you listening on the radio on the left side, it says part one, boy on boy sex. And it, and it has a cartoon drawing complete with penis and, uh, the whole thing. It's an adult male and it's like a cartoon drawing. And it says, here's a diagram of a boy. If you are also a boy, you're probably aware which parts feel nice when you touch them. But here's a rough guide. And I can't read all of this because it is an image taken, but I'll tell you, whatever this is, it doesn't say what grade he was teaching it in front of, but uh, uh, here's some other pages, how sex app works. This was in the book. Um, And it's telling students, okay, now, maybe this book isn't generated towards students, but a teacher was reading this in a classroom, and this is part of the book, and it's how, how sex apps work. Up, number one, upload a tiny picture of yourself to the app. Number two, the app works out your location. App number three, the app tells you who the nearest homosexuals are. Four, then you chat with them. Five, because they are near, it's easy to meet up with them. Here's another picture. Chapter nine, the ins and outs of gay sex. This chapter is about sex. Therefore, it has sex in it. Well, duh, if you are a younger reader and feel you aren't ready for the finer details of same sex pairings, then simply skip this whole chapter. But then the whole, the whole next of that goes into how to have gay sex. Uh, there's another image down here, whatever. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, the teacher that brought this into the classroom should be run out on a rail. That is for sure. Um, that is not appropriate. He knows it's not appropriate. Um, yeah. So this was an Illinois teacher and it was offered to her middle schoolers at best-selling LGBTQ themed book. And parents went out and filed a police report over her book choice. And that's just going on down there in Illinois. Appropriate. I mean, come on, come on. Where's the common sense? Where's the common sense in the teachers? This isn't okay. You can't just bring this into the classroom. And this whole thing about like in front of a, students and telling them how to upload tiny pictures of yourself to an app to find the nearest heterosexual or homosexual near you, uh, in, in making it easy. This is like pedophile grooming nonsense. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Elon Musk, and I'm going to, I'm going to play this in its entirety. And they're talking about, this was, this is a reporter from, um, CNBC and he's asking about Musk, why Musk doesn't limit his speech uh, because it could hurt advertising on Twitter. And Musk come back, and I'm going to play this in its entirety. And I think this is great. Because Musk, big big props to him. Uh, he doesn't care if he loses advertising dollars for speaking his mind about the truth. But let's let Musk say it in his own words. And let me pull up the window here on Rumble so you can see it. And here we go. Just take a listen.
6: But how do you make a choice you don't see, I mean, in terms of when you're going to engage. I mean, for example, even today, Elon, you you, you tweeted this thing about George Soros. Well, I'm looking for it because I want to make sure I quote it properly. But, I mean, you know what you wrote. But
7: you basically. I said it reminds me of my This is like, you know, calm down, people. This is not like made a, a well, case out of it.
6: You also. You, know, <laughs> you said he wants to erode the very fabric of civilization and Soros hates humanity. Like, when you do something like that, do you. Yeah, think I think about, that's true. That's my opinion. Okay. But why share it? Why share it? Especially, I mean, why share it when people who buy Teslas may not agree with you? Advertisers on Twitter may not agree with you. Um, Why not just say, "Hey, I think this." You can tell me. We can talk about it over there. You can tell your friends. But why share it widely?
7: I mean, uh, this is freedom of speech. I'm allowed to say what I want. You
6: absolutely are. But I'm trying to understand why you do because you have to know it's got a. There, it puts you in a in the middle of a. The partisan divide in the country, it makes you a, a lightning rod for criticism. I mean, do you like that? I you know, people today are saying he's an anti-Semite. I don't think you are.
7: No, I'm definitely I'm I'm like, like I'm like a pro-Semite, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> I I believe that probably is the case. Yes. But
6: why would you even introduce the idea then
7: that that would be the the case? I, I mean listen, we don't want to make this a, a George Soros interview. No, um, God no. I don't so, I don't want to at uh, all. But
6: I'm what I'm trying even came up though in the annual meeting. I mean you know, do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say, I don't agree with his political position because, and I know it because he shares so much of it. Or are there advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yaccarino will come and say, you got to stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet.
0: I like how he takes a second to think about this. And he's thinking deep. You know, who's getting blasted on the other side of the aisle for LGBTQ you know, I'm beliefs, of, uh, the, the there's a scene
7: in *The Princess Bride*—great movie. Great movie. Um, where he confronts the person who killed his father, and he says, um, I, "Offer me money. Offer me power." I don't care. So you
6: just don't care.
7: You want to share what you have to say? I'll say what I want to say, and if if, if, uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it.
0: Okay. Boom. Boom. I'll say what I want to say. If the consequence is lo- losing money, I don't care. But, you know, this reporter here from CNBC, I don't know his name. Um, how could he's not sitting down with the CEOs, CFOs of Bud Light and Budweiser and asking them, why are they saying stuff that a lot of your clients and advertisers or whatever or people you advertise with might not like? Why is it only the people that speak out with a conservative type of view on situations? Why are they the only ones that are getting blasted by media and say, well, why would you say that? You know? There's putting them, why aren't we sitting down with a CEO of Target and talking about their whole like uh, marketing campaign uh, with children's clothing and all this? How come we're not asking them, why would you do something like that when you know it's gonna piss off half of your supporters or half of your clientele? Why is it that they only have the balls to go after a guy like Musk when he's speaking out stuff that is more conservative mind and talking about, you know, he used the example of the uh, Soros uh, coming in and and, and and eroding the fabric of society, which, which he does. He does. He does. He does. Soros is very I mean, Soros last year, he invested 40 million dollars in the in the election campaign of district attorneys. He so he contributed to the election campaign. Uh, election campaigns of 20% of the DAs in America, but those 20% of the DAs in big cities, which control 40% of the population. He is eroding the fabric of society. He is trying to control things and get everything to swing in whatever his agenda is. He is a definitely a threat, a threat that uses his money to uh, will in things that he sees fit. Elon Musk made a comment about it. Elon Musk made a comment about it, and he's going to get put on the rails, but I like what Elon said. He says, I don't care. I'm going to speak what I want to speak, and that is what it is. Ilian Omar, uh, here is another example of the gaslighting from the Democratic Party and the whatever. Here we go. Check out Ilian Omar.
3: There are organizations um, like Moms for Liberty. I call them Moms for Dictatorship, for Disrespect, for Disinformation. Um, for abuse for harassment for bullying because many of the things that they are advocating for uh, is to create an environment where a lot of our kids feel intimidated a lot of our kids feel as if they are not living in an open inclusive society when we think about the meaning of liberty we think about liberty and the pursuit of happiness, letting people achieve their dreams and be able to exist as they wish to exist in this country and around the world. So I want to hear what the Department of Education is doing to push back against some of this discourse, some of the legislation that's being proposed in Florida and in Texas. There are organizations
0: there it is. There it is. Ilian Omar Gaslighting Society once again. Uh, complaining about Florida. Complaining about what Florida's doing on down there with all those laws that we talked about earlier that were being enacted and signed in by Mr. DeSantis. Uh, just to protect kids, protect their innocence. Ilian Omar Gaslighting Society. It's just freaking. Uh, ah. Well, we were talking about feral youth the other day. And we had a nice video of a, uh, 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 a student that was pepper spraying her teacher because the phone was taken away well we've got more of that here's more feral youth uh going ape shit over the fact that their phone is taken away which we probably need to do something about we need to eliminate phones in the classroom but here we go here's another one
5: oh my oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god oh
2: my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my
0: fucking God. There it goes. Replaying again. Feral youth gone wild in the United States of America. Once again, feral youth. Feral youth all over a phone. Oh, man. Come on. How many videos of this are we going to play, man? We got to do something about this. Phones need to be taken away in the classroom. Uh, Just need to put them in a little Bucket on the side where they still have access to it in case of emergency, but they don't need to be on their phones listening to Beyonce or whatever the fuck they're listening to in class. Uh, Adidas, another marketing uh, campaign. Yeah, is this Adidas? Let me make sure it is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Adidas, let's check this out. Uh, They're advertising their Pride bathing suits with a tuckable pocket for your dick. Uh, here we go. Uh, let me get me out of the way. There we go. Uh, there it is. There it is. Uh, that's a nice, 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 nice one piece bathing suit. Adidas pride bathing suit. Uh, you could see this person of distinction. I'll just call it person of distinction. Adidas having uh, no problem there advertising uh, their, their. Bisexual, whatever. Riley Gaines, the outspoken uh, collegiate athlete, says, I don't understand why companies are voluntarily doing this to themselves. They could have at least said the suit is unisex, but they didn't because it's about erasing women. Ever wondered why we hardly see this go the other way? Uh, women's swimsuits aren't accessorized with a bulge. Mm. Poor choices. Poor choices. And also Riley Gaines, she was uh, speaking out in front of um, a—she was testifying before Congress about women's locker rooms. And this is something I think that gets blown over, and we don't really see it from the aspect of the collegiate female athlete. And I think she really encapsulates it very well in these uh, one minute and 22 seconds. Let's take a listen
4: a six foot four, he's actually taller than six foot one, a six foot four male walks in, disrobes, and is fully intact with male genitalia while we're simultaneously undressing as 18 to 22 year old girls, and we could do nothing about it. I actually immediately left the locker room, and I went up to one of the officials on the pool deck, and I said, how is this allowed to happen? Uh, You know, I understand the guidelines for the competition, but what are the guidelines in, in regards to the locker room? And he looks at me and word for word says, oh, we actually got around this by making the locker rooms unisex, so it's not a big deal. And I thought about that in unisex. So this meant that any man could have walked into our locker room, not just a self-identifying female. Any man, any coach, any parent, any official, any man who wanted to would have had full access to. And bare minimum, we weren't forewarned. And actually, Leah Thomas's teammates, who dealt with this every single day all year, when they expressed their discomfort to their administration and they sent an email, um, and I swear I have a screenshot of their response, their administration responded back with, if you feel uncomfortable seeing male genitalia, here's some counseling resources that you should seek. And that's the general consensus of what's happening around the country, which is why I felt it necessary to get in front of colleges and speak. Um, I think it's so important to engage people my age, 22 years old, to understand what's happening, because that's not what you're hearing in the media.
0: Boom. Riley Gaines, big up to her for being outspoken on this whole situation. Um, She is a, she's a, well, well, I mean, she's getting labeled as transphobic as fuck, but uh, she's laying down the truth. She is laying down the truth. So anyways, get out there, rush out there, buy your Budweiser, Harley-Davidson cans, and I will see you next time. This has been Jake on the News, and we will talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye.